Well, we want to welcome Keith to our radio broadcast this morning. Uh, Keith has been in our day room for how many years? Three. Three, three last years. month. Yes. And Keith is our one of our social workers. And Keith, you know, as we're talking here, uh, number one, I want to welcome you to the, pro- the program here. But I can't believe it's been three years. Yeah, me neither. Thank you, first off, Reverend Kaiser, for having me. Um, yeah, yeah, it went very quickly. It's, it's like almost a blink. And I'm... Um, enjoying being able to be a blessing to others it's really great well it's interesting keith uh you heard about the haven arrest and how did you hear about the haven arrest before you you got hired in it's funny because i had a classmate when i was um, at the university of Accra my senior year and he took a tour here and he loved it and he came back and told me that i had to to come see so i had a paper that was due that i have to um observe something so a population so i chose to come in the men's day room and i fell in love from then on, from that day on. So starting in the men's day room, uh, you have your social license. Yeah. Uh, how has that uh, applied as you work with a lot of the men that come through the doors? Because there's a lot to go on uh, with the men. I'm, I'm sure yeah. uh, over the three years you're starting to, well, you probably have gained a better understanding mm-hmm. yes. of some of the things that are going on in some of the men's life. So how has that applied? Um, first off, um, a social worker pretty much links clients to resources and that's very important here because you get a gentleman who come in and they they are one of the they're at their lowest point usually Mm -hmm. so they need help with not only housing but other things you know maybe job or they have uh, mental health or addiction problems and they need help you know getting linked so that's what i do and um since i've been here it's a lot of um different circumstances that may arise that is is new to me so it helps you as you deal with those things and get better um, acquainted with being able to help in different areas, you know. Yes. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I joke with Dwight because uh-huh. Dwight, you know, works side by side with you. Yeah. Jim Cole, he, you know, yeah. you got three people right there that have yeah. their social license. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I say this jokingly, and I think there's some truth to it, Keith, and maybe you, you could uh, add to this, mm-hmm. is that there's a lot of things you can learn in school, but when you're actually – real life it's 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 there's a lot of things that you don't learn in school is that correct that is so true so true and i'm thankful to the lord for dwight because what dwight showed me how to do was take what you learn from school and be able to apply it because certain things that you learn in a classroom setting it's different when you're in the real world so a lot of those things kind of do not apply so you kind of learning as you go yes and that's why i was blessed to have someone as good as dwight he's been here 20 plus years so he's seen almost every situation so it's good to be able to bounce things off of him as well as jim those guys you know they're they're great and i can call jim and just i may have a um client to you know it's hard for a situation it might not even be him but he has a tough situation yes so it's good to be able to bounce things off of others and jim is so good with that so I'm, i'm just grateful and let's talk a little bit. You, you, pretty, you're, you guys are frontline ministry. And what I mean by that, and I think our listeners might understand this, uh, Keith, is that, you know, as you guys work in the emergency shelter, that's where we we can house a hundred plus men. And these men that come in, uh, you know, they can stay one day, two days, uh, three days, or if they work with you guys, uh, they can work a lot longer than that. And uh, my question is: is your typical day is not always typical? A lot of times when you walk into that door. Maybe you might have a set schedule, but it gets changed once you walk through those doors. So why don't you talk a little bit about your day and the flexibility that you need? Uh, Because like you said, you don't know when you come in 
who might be waiting at your door yeah. and needs to talk to you immediately because of a situation that might have happened the night before. Yeah, that is very true, Reverend Kaiser. Um, you have to be very flexible. You know, we all plan our day out. It's just it's just human nature, but it very rarely goes that way around here. Like a good example is um, on Monday. Yeah, on Monday, we had a gentleman that was in crisis. So I had to devote all my attention to helping him, which I was able to do, praise God, and get him situated. But that was not the plan for the day because, you know, we have a lot of gentlemen who need to be seen. Yes. But the good thing about it is when it's a situation like that, they understand because they know that we're giving our all to help them and they, they see the genuine love we have for them. So no one gave me a problem. Everyone was understanding and I was able to help them out. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because when a crisis like that happens, it's something sometimes you just can't say, OK, 15 minutes and it's fixed. Yeah. I mean, this could take, sometimes it could take all day, uh -huh. or sometimes it could even take up to a week yeah. uh, addressing some of these difficult uh -huh. situations that you guys deal with daily. Yeah. And and some of them, or I would think, Keith, maybe most of them are pretty much unexpected. Yeah, they are. And like you said, some of them, this one took the day I was able to get it figured out. But it's been times where, when we're in ministry, first off, it's not a, you know, it's not just a job where you eight hours and you're gone you know I'm a servant so some of these situations you still have to go home and you know you pray and like Lord this this situation is taking more than a day it's Absolutely. gonna take time and you know I'll go home and pray and nine times out of ten the Lord will give me illumination to be able to get up and have an idea and go back in so you're right a lot of sometimes you know, these cases just arise you know and um, there's no textbook that explains how to handle these situations so that's the great thing about, you know, being saved and walking with the Lord. He gives us what we need to help, you Amen. know. So that's a great thing. You know, I know the Haven Arrest, Keith, you know, it's it has structure. Structure, we know, is an important part yes. of anybody's life. Mm -hmm. It's an important part of my life. It's an important part of your life. Yes. And we try to uh, create structure in the men that are coming through the doors that need help. Where does grace play in on some of that? Yeah, that's 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 a very good question, because you gotta know how to. We gotta gotta have structure, you know. Without it, it will be just complete chaos. But at the same time, we gotta show grace Amen. in needed situations. So, you gotta be able to balance that. And it's times where um, we have certain times, and you made a good example of this before, Reverend Kaiser. I heard you say we got times where the men are supposed to be in, and a guy might get paid from his job, and. He has addiction issues, you know, so on his way back to here with his money to the mission, he may go the long way around because he don't want to run into those guys. That's correct. Now, when he comes in, now he's supposed to be in at a certain time. That's true. But his situation, we have to, you know, you got to be able to, you know, show grace in the areas. And, you know, that's a good thing that we're able to do that, you know, and it's having discernment, you know, through the Lord to be able to handle these situations as such. Yeah, And, and we understand you know, addiction is, is a, a strong pull for a lot of the guys or mm -hmm. guests that come over there. And uh, I know, uh, you know, there are times that uh, someone might either be coming or leaving. Sometimes even through the bus system, they might miss a, not because it's the, the bus system's fault. It's because maybe they had a bump getting to the bus and they missed that. And all of a sudden here they come walking in an hour late. Mm -hmm. Now, if we look at structure, 
we could sit there and say, okay, our structure says this, but the grace part comes in as we listen to the story. Yes. yes. And that could change, that changes the full outcome uh, because we know in life those types of things, even coming in for us personally, coming into work and going going home, sometimes there's bumps. Yeah. And if we're shooting for a destination and we hit that bump, whether you know there's a car problem or there's a traffic problem or you got held up somewhere else in a store in regards to buying groceries, now you're 15, 20, 30 minutes late. So that's the beauty of, as you guys, yeah. Keith, I think minister to the men, that yes, grace is a big part of the structure. Yeah. And the structure, I always say, is something to fall back on, but the grace is what really encompasses the full structure, if that makes sense. Yes, yes, that is so true. And I just think of this too, Reverend Kaiser, that the Lord shows us so much grace that, you know, what he's done for me, it allows me to exemplify that when dealing with the men as well, you know. So they tell you certain stories and, you know, it's I rather err on the side of grace Absolutely. in situations, you That's know. Right. Yeah, yeah. So three years, Keith. You know, obviously we're always learning. But I guess to me, what could you say is one of your your biggest eye openers as you've been ministering to the men in regards to, you know, coming out of Acronew, uh, you know, working full time, working with these these really God these men that are made in God's image, and knowing the fact that sometimes they might be behind things and other times their stories are just so overwhelming uh, it leaves you speechless the biggest eye-opener for me and that's a great question the biggest eye-opener for me has been you have guys that come in and out in and out but you talk to those guys and they really do not want to be in this situation mm -hmm. it's just life becomes overwhelming for some especially without christ Amen. we know that that's the hold in these fields so yes that's the biggest eye-opener for me, I previously thought, you know, before coming in that you keep seeing a guy else, he wants to be there. That is so, I've found that not to be true. It's just sometimes life is overwhelming for some. Absolutely. You know? yeah. And, you know, I think of the scripture of seven times 77 in regards to yeah. forgiveness. Uh, that needs to be applied here for all our guests that come in. I'm not just talking about the men. I'm talking about the ladies yeah. and the children, the families that come in. Because you said something, Keith, exactly right. There are situations that they're dealing with in life that many of us might yeah. never have dealt yeah. with. And uh, sometimes breaking that cycle is just continuous grace, continuous love. Yes, hold them accountable, but this, it's this continuous light, grace, love, and uh, showing them that there is a way out. And that's funny you said that because also you never know. When that light switch, a person could come and go and they're just having trouble getting it 20 times. But I've had instances where the light switch go on. It's a gentleman I helped and he's been home. He had been homeless for 20 or 30 years. The light switch went off and he has a place that I, he, he stays in touch with me. And it's been a couple years now. Wow. He's doing great. So we never know when that light switch is going to go on and they'll finally say, I understand. And I know what I need to do. So that's that's great. That's and you, and we're hearing that, that, what a powerful story that is, hearing that, a lot of times when they see that light switch go on, they sometimes will come back and say, I can't believe I didn't do this sooner. And we know that's the truth for all of us. You know, all of us, when we came to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and that grace, a lot of times you're thinking, boy, I wish I would have done that sooner. So in saying all that, you have a full plate over there, but you also have a full plate going on outside of the mission. Uh, one of the areas that you, you've been really 
diligent in is you're, you're continuing your education. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? I'm currently right now I'm um, working on my master's in organizational leadership with a um, with a biblical concentration. And that'll help me here and in my life. And um, at church, I do a lot of leadership at church. And um, I believe, you know, God calls us, appoints us and anoints us to be mm-hmm leaders and do what he wants us to do but it's up to us to refine the skills that he's given us and that's what i'm um, looking to do in this semester i um took off from that because i'm also working on my chemical dependency counselor and i'm doing that because here it's a um we get a high population that's mental health and addiction so i feel like it would just help me to be able to help better that's all i'm trying to put myself in position to be used by God and just help, help as much as I can and be um, the best that I can at it. And you, you know what? And we're thankful that you're doing that, uh, Keith. Uh, praise the Lord that uh, you're plugging away through that. Let me ask you, as we move forward here, and I'm going to ask you one, actually two questions. One is, uh, if we look back about three years ago, we knew heroin was a was a big issue. Mm-hmm. And I, there's been a shift, I think, in some of the choices of drugs people are using what what have you seen right now what i've seen um is meth yes and it's um it's tough because you don't know the difference between if a man has mental health issues or is he high on meth because it, it looks the same so that's that's very difficult and um i'm finding that doctors are even having trouble diagnosing what's wrong like psychiatric doctors mm-hmm. they don't know if it's the meth or if it's true mental illness so th- that's very tough and that's what's very popular right now i'm seeing and with that, obviously, sometimes uh, personalities can be aggressive, too, uh, which we've seen here, uh, you know, over the last year. Even in the midst of this this virus, uh, we know that meth, because uh, we've seen this before, and here we are into the new year, and we're still seeing, we're seeing that trend now. And so, obviously, you know, as we talk here, Keith, we, our listeners, you know, I ask that they continue to pray for you guys as you guys interact with the, the many uh guests that come through those doors my last question for you keith is this you know three years uh we've been we are very blessed to have you a part of this organization how can our listeners pray for you and your wife and your family i just ask the listeners to pray that i remain strong in the lord because i've noticed and a lot of everyone else can attest to this when you walk in with the lord the more you try and um stretch out and be a blessing to others the attacks come yes they do you know and um we're human so you just pray that i can remain strong in the lord you know and um that our health and wellness and safety stays well you know i think a scripture you know being the salt in light the brighter the light the more attraction people see that Mm -hmm. and uh yes you guys have been doing an outstanding job over there you know through the virus through the changes of some of the addiction behavior that you guys are, are witnessing over there uh, with the meth. And uh, like I said, we're just very glad, and I know our listeners will pray for you as you continue your education, for you, your family, uh, your, your mom. Uh, we just uh, thank you for being a part of the Haven Arrest Ministries, Keith. Yeah, it's been a blessing. I, I thank you guys. I thank you guys as well. It's, it's great. It's great.